If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Welcome back to another solo episode of the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast. Today's topic is going to be a a bit of a mixture of a few different topics. I've done videos on some of this before, but the title of the episode, which you can see by since you clicked on this episode to listen to it, is the difference between giving up and surrendering. And most of these episodes stem from different DMs that I get or, you know, things that I hear on my one-on-one coaching sessions. And mind you, I get a lot of comments and messages from people who don't follow Breakup Bestie. They just happen to see one of my videos and, you know, kind of make assumptions about things. But a message that I'll often get is like, is basically accusing me of advocating for people to break up and we'll say like whatever happened to you know fighting for love or fighting for a relationship I hear that a lot and then you know which obviously you guys know I never say that you should end a relationship I'm here for you after the relationship is over and then on the other side of that I will often hear why couldn't my ex fight for our relationship or I'm still trying to fight for the relationship. I don't get why they aren't. It feels like I'm, you know, giving up or I'm losing. And, you know, when it comes to waiting around for an ex, like people will say, I don't want to give up on my ex. So that is a very frequent, basically like theme of messages that I get is why don't we fight for love anymore? And I think there's like this thing in internet culture where it's like back in my day we didn't throw things out when they were broken we fixed them you know and there's like this kind of generational thing of basically saying like the younger generation gives up on love too easily and which I think is like a whole other conversation but basically we're talking about this idea of is it giving up or is it just surrendering and facing facing reality or like are we just accepting the fact that a relationship has come to an end. And I mean, I haven't been in like multiple decades long of a marriage. My husband and I are going to be celebrating five years of marriage here in a couple months. But 
I think as someone who has been in a long-term relationship, I can say that, yes, relationships definitely do require work. They require compromise. They require communication. But I don't think I've ever been like, I need to fight to keep this relationship around. You know, it's like I never have felt like I need to fight for my worth and tell you like, this is why you should want to be with me. Where in the past, you know, I've definitely done that. I've never felt like I needed to like fight external forces of, you know, like other women that have tried to come into my husband's orbit or like the idea of fighting is and I I talked about this a little bit in the last solo episode on or I guess that was last week on conscious uncoupling. The idea of fighting for love is like very romanticized and it is something that we we believe to be romantic unfortunately which I don't think it's now looking at it from like a non-chaotic healthy relationship standpoint having to fight for a relationship is not romantic it's not desirable to me at all it sounds exhausting and I think it would be great if we could all strive for like a peaceful non-eventful relationship so yeah, re- relationships, essentially, re- relationships do require work, but they should not require having to fight to keep the other person around. And when it comes to the ending of a relationship, when should that be fought, I guess? So a lot of this obviously depends on the circumstances of a relationship coming to an end. And there's obviously going to be two like complete opposite sides of the spectrum. And as with most things, I don't necessarily recommend either side of the spectrum. I, you know, would recommend something more in the middle. But I think on one side you have, you know, let's say I'm in a relationship. My partner comes to me and says, this isn't working. I don't want to be with you. And I just say, okay. And I walk away. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you shouldn't speak your truth. I was actually on a coaching call earlier today and the person that I was speaking with said that they had reached out, you know, a few different times because they felt it was really important that they were authentic to themselves and spoke their truth and told their ex like how they felt about them. And I don't, you know, obviously I'm more of a fan of no contact, but I do think it is important, especially when the breakup is happening, that you do, you know, say like, what made you come to this decision? You might not get the answer that you want, but I don't think you should just be like, okay, bye. I think it's okay to like say, it's okay to cry. It's okay to say, I don't want this to end. Can we work on this? Like, is there another option? And then obviously the other side of the spectrum on that is basically just not accepting that it's over, continuing to reach out, continuing to ask for answers, continuing to call the person, show up at their house, like that's what I would say is obviously not allowing the breakup to happen when it has inevitably ended. So there is like that middle ground where you can genuinely say how you feel about the breakup and you can throw out, you know, other solutions of can we try couples therapy? Like, is this something that we can talk about? Is there Can we, you know, adjust things and try this again? So there are steps that we you can suggest and try before completely cutting ties. 
as long as both people are on the same page about it. So giving up would just be like, okay, I guess you don't want to be with me, so I'm just going to walk away. On the other hand, it would also be I'm feeling a little iffy about my relationship. Like it's not it's not perfect right now. So I'm deciding that I'm going to cut ties and walk away like that would be giving up without communicating what's going on or trying any kind of alternative. So that and unfortunately, like, yeah, that does happen a lot. And I, I typically hear about it from the other side of the person who was broken up with where they'll just their ex will one day just come to them and say, like, you know what, this isn't working for me. I'm done. And that's the first they've ever heard about it. And they're given no chance to do anything. I would say like in a lot of ways that is giving up on on our relationship. And obviously I do not recommend that. I think it's so important that if you're not feeling good within a relationship that you bring it up and you you let your partner know what you need, what isn't working, what is working, like what are some compromises we can make on this. All of that is putting in the necessary and healthy work that that is required within a relationship. And yes, I think there are certain people that give up far too easily. Returning back to the topic of like this generational difference, on some level, I do think it is healthy in some ways that people aren't putting up with really shitty relationships anymore. Back in the day, like when divorce wasn't as accepted and there's just a lot of things that were different back in the day. People would stay in really abusive relationships for a long period of time. People would stay in relationships that they were absolutely miserable in. So I think in some ways it's good that there are more people who are striving for relationships where they're actually happier. That being said, I'm sure, you know, there are a lot of people that obviously take it too far and just jump from relationship to relationship and don't stick around when things do get difficult because inevitably things will get difficult. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you do if you had unlimited time and energy? As you're navigating your breakup, I know your energy can feel low and it can feel really difficult to complete everything you need to in a day. When you're emotionally exhausted, it's especially important to be really clear on what your priorities are and where your energy should be invested. Therapy has helped me in the past figuring out where I should be putting my energy, whether that's career, friendships, relationships, events, which in turn has helped lower my anxiety because I don't always have to feel stretched thin or behind. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash heartbreak. Are you looking for a guilt-free way to unwind? Between balancing your breakup, work, and just functioning in your day-to-day life, I know you are under a lot of stress. Breakups mess with your nervous system, cause obsessive thoughts, and make it so hard to just sit with yourself. This is why it's so important to have rituals that allow you to treat yourself in a healthy way. And this is why I love Recess Mood, a sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like stress-balancing adaptogens and mood-lifting magnesium. Life has been very full and stressful for me lately, and as someone who hasn't had alcohol in a 11 years, I need something that helps me relax and that can bring me a moment of peace. Lately, my favorite way to do that is sitting on the couch after I put my kids to bed and having either the strawberry rose or the lime recess mood. They not only make me feel good, but they also taste incredible too. 
So whether you're looking for a healthier alternative to alcohol or a way to make you feel more balanced, you deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash heartbreak and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So there's my little rant on the idea of giving up on a relationship. So in general, I would say... If you're on the receiving end of a breakup, it's pretty rare that you are giving up on the relationship because essentially you're not faced with much of a choice. Like I said, you can throw in suggestions, you can speak your piece, you can say how it makes you feel. But other than that, if the person says they don't want a relationship, that's as far as you can go without finding the reality of the situation. So some people will say like, oh, I gave up when really they weren't given another option. And this also honestly happens when people are have to end the relationship too. And this is a requested topic as well where, you know, people will say there's not a lot out there for people who had to end the relationship, but we're essentially given no other option. So, you know, there are people who have voiced their needs who have not given up on the relationship have said hey this is really bothering me this isn't working for me can we try this can we try that and they're just faced with yeah sure I'll think about it or yeah I'll try to work on it and then nothing ever happens and then they walk away from the relationship because they've tried and tried and tried again and nothing has happened I think sometimes unfortunately those people are like accused of giving up on the relationship when if you look back there were so many things that they tried to do before they did that and they were just basically backed into a corner and had to end it so if you're in that place as well I want you to know that I know you did not give up on the relationship I know that you only ended it when you were at a place where you couldn't do anything different so now that is my piece on on giving up I think when it comes to this idea of surrendering when you think about the word surrendering, a lot of the times we're thinking of like, you know, a battle or a war and and one side surrenders and they say like, I'm done, I can't do this anymore. I think surrendering is sometimes unfortunately tied with losing or like not being able to get something done. You have to surrender because you just can't do it anymore. I really think surrender is is a powerful place to be. I just think surrendering is not fighting. And when we're talking about, you know, being faced with a reality that, mind you, I know a lot of you don't want to be faced with, but it's still a reality you're being faced with, throwing up your hands and saying, okay, I might not like this, but I'm going to go with the flow here and I'm going to focus on myself and take care of myself and not try to fight against it because I know that all that's going to do is make me exhausted, resentful, and it's going to take my energy away from actually doing the work to make myself feel better from the breakup. So one thing that my dad has has taught me, and I can't remember if I've talked about this in other episodes, but 
He talks about this thing of it's called gravity issues. And the way he phrases it is so good. He basically says, like, you'll never hear someone wake up in the morning and be like, "Ugh, gravity again. It's just not something that we have any control over. So it's not something that you think about because it's not something we have a choice with. So he calls these things gravity issues because it's something that is happening. You can't necessarily do anything about it to change it. So you have to get to a place of surrendering to it. Like it or not, we all surrender to gravity every single day. We're currently sitting on a chair that is on the floor and I'm not floating up into the air. So we've all surrendered to gravity. That doesn't mean we've lost against gravity. It just means we've decided not to fight something that is inevitable. So when you're in the position of being on the receiving end of a breakup and the breakup has happened, the other person has made it clear that they cannot be in a relationship with you. And honestly, sometimes maybe they haven't made it clear, but they've made it clear that the relationship that you want with them is no longer. Maybe they say like, someday in the future, we can you know, make it work. Whatever they say, right now you're no longer in a relationship with them that you have to think of that as gravity. That is something that has happened that, again, that you don't like, you may not necessarily agree with. Remember, surrendering to something and approving of something don't have to be the same thing. You don't have to approve to it, but you are living in that space. So you do on at some point need to throw up your hands and say, okay, I'm stuck in this heartbreak that I don't want to be in, but I also don't want to fight it because that is exhausting and causes me so much anxiety. So I am going to, again, surrender to the fact that I'm going through this breakup. That is something, I mean, you can even do like, I mean, I recommend the serenity prayer a lot, regardless of whether you're religious. Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. So that is the breakup. Once you're in a breakup, you can't change it. You can fight against it. Maybe you can like manipulate it and will it into something different, but really it's something that you have to accept. Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can. So once we recognize, okay, what can you not change? You can't change your ex. You can't change the breakup. What can you change? You can take ownership and control over your self-care, your mental health. You can maybe sign up to go see a therapist. You can take control of your weekends, your nights. Those are things that are within your control that you don't have to surrender. I think what happens is people feel like they try to fight the breakup and they can't. So then they just surrender entirely and they surrender like they have no ownership over their reality. And it turns into this thing that's way bigger than it needs to be where it feels like your whole future is over, your sense of self is lost, all of those things. When in reality, if we just focused on surrendering to just the fact that we're going through a breakup, we can take ownership of such a bigger piece of our lives. And another example of this is when, speaking of my dad again, but when I first got sober and started going to AA, he came to me and he said, I really think you should consider calling yourself an alcoholic because I think it's really like limiting you and putting you in this box that you shouldn't be in. And what I ultimately ended up saying to him is by surrendering to this, just this little thing, so much of my world has opened up now. 
by me limiting myself and surrendering to the fact that I'm an alcoholic, I have access to so many more things to support, to resources, to new perspectives, to new relationships, all because I'm, you know, quote unquote, surrendering and putting myself in this box. So that's what, like by letting go of something that you don't have control over anyway. Like the fact is you can fight the fact that you're going through a breakup or you can accept it, but you're in the same place anyway. So by accepting the fact that you're going through a breakup and not fighting that, you have so much more capacity and energy and resources to work on things that are actually within your control. <laughs> so you want to be very mindful of where you're putting your energy after a breakup. And I can promise you that fighting with your ex or just fighting with the reality of the fact that you're going through a breakup is not the wisest use of your energy because it's an energy suck and it gets very obsessive and very circular and very loud, essentially, in your mind. So that's what I mean by surrendering can be very peaceful. And I just think very empowering because you're not giving up. You're saying, I'm choosing myself and I'm choosing to do something that is within my control. And I'm going to do what everything that's in my power to move forward. So if you are someone that thinks you gave up because you didn't fight in whatever capacity that looks like, whether you ended the relationship, you were on the receiving end, if you're beating yourself up because it feels like you gave up on love or gave up on your relationship, I want you to know that it's very unlikely that that was the case, especially if you're someone that listens to this podcast. And if you're so hung up on not giving up that you're fighting with the reality of the fact that you're going through a breakup, I would highly encourage you to think of like, what would it be like to surrender to this? What would it feel like if I could let go of this battle that I have with myself and if I could just deal with the fact that I'm going through a breakup, which is a huge undertaking to have to deal with. And a lot of the time we fight the breakup because we don't want to deal with what's underneath of the reality of actually being heartbroken. So we'd rather just spend all of our energy fighting the reality of it. What would it look like to surrender? What would it look like to throw up your hands and say, okay, I'm going through something that I don't want to be going through, but I am here. So what can I do about it? And yeah, that is it for me today on that topic. And I will see you guys back here again next week. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise.